Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, on the monorail, heading towards Magic Kingdom. And I think the French Affair show is about to start. Nah, absolutely not. Whoa, 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 and Daisy. But they imported it from Tokyo. I heard their eyes and mouth move too, which is pretty cool, I guess. Uh, throw in Clarabelle and I'm in. Welcome to episode 202 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. And I'm Alex. And I'm Chris. Today, we will be giving the his on Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair. Right now, we are recording live for our group troop members. If you want to watch us live once a week, all you got to do is go to DizHis.com, sign up for the group troop. You see the link at the very, very top of our webpage. And as well as seeing our beautiful faces, you'll be entered into our giveaways. We have given away signed comics, wax melts, Diz His merch, Disney merch, many other things. You will also get access to our Groove Troop chat where you can interact with us and other Groove Troop members. Please join us. Two, two bucks a month. It's like a Starbucks coffee. Starbucks doesn't even sponsor us. It's Disney's an emergency. Wait, 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 wait. It's an emergency. But I'm not done. I am not oh, no. done. But hurry up because this, this is urgent. Okay, go ahead. What is it? Okay, 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 okay. Guys, guys, whatever you're doing, please stop. Pull over the car. Pull over the car. Stop him. Dial us 707-842-0345. Please give us your memories. Give us your memories, please. It's an emergency. Seriously, please. No one calls me anymore. I'll call you. Thank you. And if you want to just send us an email, you can do that at your free time on your smartphone. Whenever you have free time at this is 65 at gmail.com. You can just send us an email. It's a little, you know, little, hey, how you doing? I watched The Last Mandalorian. It was fun. Or, you know, anything you want to send us. Memories, ideas for shows, future topics at dizhis65 at gmail.com. And if you need all the information again, you can find it on our website at dizhis.com. Hey, remember that one time people were like messaging you there, what they were eating for lunch? That one or two. People were actually doing that. Like people were like, I mean, I wish I did it again. Because I would read that during my lunchtime, and I'd be like, oh, man, I have a PB&J. Is that what you eat every day? Almost. Unless Almost? I, unless like, I have leftovers. Oh. Like the okay. day I had stew. Hey, hey, stew. What type of stew? A person? About 6'4", 250. <laughs> uh, so the last episode, I wasn't here, right, obviously. You know, Scott came on from the No New Friends. Uh, did you guys talk about our Patreon episode at all? We did not because, you know, and I thought about that. I said, oh, should we talk about a Patreon episode? But then I thought, nah, we'll just wait till Joe gets on here. Yeah, well, you know, so I have our Patreon episode. It's going to be on our website. It's not like you can't listen to it on, um, you know, like your Apple or Spotify or whatever, because the whole you know, we had, a, had our 200th episode and the whole like, you know, numbering of the episodes kind of messed it up. So if you want to listen to our Patreon episode, all you got to go do is go to dizhiz.com, D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com. I'm just keeping it on there for you guys to listen to like whenever uh so if you do want to listen to that episode just go to our webpage and listen to it yeah well, if they're in the area they can just come over too right it's on your computer oh yeah it's true you can always come yeah. over to either all of our houses i mean i think we all have it somewhere like yeah, i have it somewhere i'll yeah. find it yeah you yeah. can go to our pa- go to our patrons houses too they probably have it on their computer yeah true yeah. Whoever has access yeah we give you all permission it was a fun episode <laughs> though it was, it, was. It, was good, it was a fun episode it was a it fun was. listen um and it was it was interesting because the audio quality wasn't the greatest, but kind of reminds me of the, the back in the day. You know, our first five episodes we did, our audio quality wasn't the greatest, and uh, it was a lot of it was a lot it was a good episode. Yep, yeah, uh, it it was good. It was it was a fun listen. You know, sometimes I especially like it. Like last week, I wasn't on, so it's kind of cool to listen to those episodes because I'm pretty much on most of them, right? So it's kind of fun to listen to those episodes. Uh, that you're not on, Chris. I have a question for you. I know it's like yeah. we're not even ta- we're not even talking about Mickey's magical friendship fair, right? But how was how's the show different for you? Uh, like you know, you listen to how many episodes that you were not on. Do you feel like when you listen to an episode now, it's a little bit different? Like how how's it different for you that now that you're on the show? 
Yeah, you know, it's totally different. Yeah, because I used to listen to the show religiously. And now now when I listen to it, it's not so much for um, like content because I'm part of the show. It's more for like, hey, how did this sound and how can we make it sound better? Or what should, what can we approve on and stuff? So it's mm -hmm. very weird because, yeah, I used to just listen to it. Like that used to be my nighttime uh, routine is like listening to uh, the Disney's podcast while I go to sleep, like just putting on a random episode and stuff like that. Now, mm -hmm. since I'm part of the episode, yeah, it's more of like a uh, critiquing it instead of, mm -hmm. uh, you know, what can we do better instead of just being, you know, it really took it really sucked the fun out of it is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I only listen to it to edit it. I don't listen to it after that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but let's go ahead and talk about, you know, our topic for this episode, which is Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair, which if you guys don't know what it is, this is like the stage show. Uh, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair is a stage show at Magic Kingdom on the Castle Four Court stage in front of Cinderella's Castle. Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair premiered in 2021 and, and was preceded by Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair, which was changed in order to coincide with Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary celebration. So, uh, you know, I've seen the show so many times. Um, not really. I mean, there's probably like one time I watched it. Like I sat there and watched it with like Nick, you know, and Mel. Uh, but then so many different times where you're kind of just walking by and kind of see it. My favorite part of the show, the fireworks. You get, I mean, it's kind of cool to see fireworks during the middle of the day because you don't ever see fireworks yeah, don't usually go off during the middle of the day so every once in a while you're like bah, 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 bah. You're like, what the heck's going on you know it's the sage show going on yeah it's a it's a decent show i watched it a few times with my kids and uh it was changed recently i haven't seen the new one but it's so similar to the last one that was there for a while that it's kind of like i have seen a new one and uh it's a fun little show i i think it's um it's worth a watch if you haven't seen it you take a break in the middle of the day and stand in front of the forecourt which um you know, there's a bunch of st stage shows there, and uh, it's uh, it's fun to watch those shows, especially when it's some good music like this one has some good music. Not you, Chris. Yeah, so for me, uh, stage shows are a waste of time for the most part for me because yeah. I'm only at the – like I'm only at – and I say that with like, the utmost respect to stage shows. <laughs> it's just – it's just uh, – they're, they're, they're just a waste of time for me because I only have one day at each park, right, mm -hmm. for every couple of years. So I'm not wasting my time – mind you, standing out in the Florida sun – yeah. watching a watching a stage show because i probably am going there around the summertime because that's when i have off and uh so yeah i'm I, i'm just i'm not going out of my way to watch stage shows the only stage show that i stood around for for a few minutes and not even a long time a few minutes was when they had the star wars uh stage show at hollywood studios mm -hmm. before galaxy's edge opened up that was pretty cool and again it wasn't even the whole time it was kind of like in passing stood a couple of minutes saw you know saw boba fett shoot off a firework from his his wrist I was like, all right, that's enough. Let's go. Let's go do the rest of the park. So, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I did watch the stage show via the interwebs. So and, it's like uh, you were there. So it's basically I and it was a lot less hot as right. well. Yeah. So well, I'll talk about more of my opinion as we go on. But, yeah, it's just not a, not a thing that I do when I go to the parks because everything has to be like in a very timely matter when I'm there. It's definitely something I only do when I have the kids. If I don't have the kids, I'm not stopping for a stage show. That's the other thing, too, is I, I since I don't have kids. I um I, I I have no reason really to say oh it's Rapunzel you know it's just a, not a not a thing that I just say that in my head I just don't I just I I don't say it out loud because it'd be a little weird when I have kids I'll start saying it out loud and I'll start watching the shows mm -hmm. yeah lords and ladies princes and princesses come one come all to the royal friendship fair. <laughs> Let's get to the his on Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair. Looks like everybody's ready. Oh, Mickey, I just love the Friendship Fair. A day of fun and music and celebrating. That's right. We traveled far and wide, inviting new friends to today's festival. It was a long journey. We crossed rivers and found forests. To bring all sorts of Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair is a show at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. It takes place on the Castle Forecourt stage that sits right in front of the Cinderella's Castle. This stage show premiered in 2021. The previous stage show, Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair, had ran for just four years before being suspended due to the 2020 COVID shutdown. Before the fair shows, the previous show, Dream Along with Mickey, ran for almost 10 years, premiering in 2006. Dream Along with Mickey's stage show's concept was brought over from Tokyo to replicate the stage show at Tokyo Disneyland called Mickey's Gift of Dreams which debuted in 2003 as part of its 20th anniversary celebration. We could, of course, go even further back if we wanted to, since stage shows have been at Disney Parks for years, but this seems like enough for this episode. The Tokyo Disneyland's Mickey's Gift of Dreams stage show 
featured Mickey and gang interacting with the Bag of Dreams, an animated bag that is filled with 20 years of dreams thought of by both park guests and Disney characters. The stage show transforms into a jungle as Timon and Baloo appear in Goofy's dream. After Goofy's dream is Minnie Mouse's, which is of a happily ever after, starring many Disney princesses. Mickey eventually appears to sweep Minnie off of her feet. Next is Donald Duck, who has a nightmare about Disney villains like Maleficent, Hades, and the Evil Queen. The Evil Dream also has the Big Bad Wolf, Briar Fox, Queen of Hearts, and Briar Bear. With the help of the audience, all the characters, and multiple dancers, they wish for everyone's dreams to come true as they celebrate the 20th anniversary of Tokyo Disney. So, Joe, you, I mean, um, I messaged you guys about watching the videos, and you mentioned that you watched the Tokyo video. Is that right? Uh, I think, th- was that the one that you, second one that you sent me? I didn't, I only, well, no, I, the second one I sent was still the same as before. It, the one I recently sent had the 50th uh, anniversary stuff in front of the castle. Yeah, I watched that one, that right? But there's another castle. one you watched a, like a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. right? And the one I watched uh, that wasn't the one uh, that was at Magic Kingdom, um, it was very detailed, right? And we, we've always talked about like in the other Disney parks, like, like they pay a little bit more attention to detail like in the parks, right? And it was definitely like um, the the props were, uh, I noticed that the props were a lot better uh, on the show. Uh, but I mean, I like this one. I like the music in this one. So like whenever you're walking around the park and this stage show is going on, um, the music in it, I really like the music. Uh, not only do I really like the music, it, I think the one I did watch, um, Alex, was Tokyo Disneyland, uh, Mickey's Gift of Dreams. Yeah, that's what I mean. Tokyo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, when you're walking around the park and you hear the music, music is such an important part of like Disney culture. Um, so... And, you know, like you wrote here, like this is, if you really think about it, uh, I mean, I love shows. I, I kind of disagree with uh, Chris a little bit on that, that I understand that he's coming down. He doesn't have a very, like a lot of time to kind of see shows, right? But I love the shows at Disney. I no. think they're a lot of fun. Well, I love the shows, like the actual indoor shows, like some of those things with the performers and everything. I The stage shows just aren't my cup of tea. Again, if I had kids, I think it'd be different. But like, I do love, like, It's Tough to Be a Bug. I love mm-hmm. uh, Festival of the Lion King. Um, never saw Beauty. Oh, no, I saw Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, that's the, the musical at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Um, like, I, I love all those shows. I love the indoor shows, too, because of the air conditioning. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I usually go in the summer. But um, yeah, it's just like the stage shows. I, I I hate standing out in the heat, first of all, and it's, that's one of the big issues for me. Is I, I I really think it's like I don't when I'm hot, I don't want to stop like just stop and stand somewhere. It's just it's just the sun's beating down on you, and I'm I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. I don't even. But like this is also coming from someone who doesn't even love fireworks shows. Um, so it's just like I don't know. Uh, when I'm at Disney, I'm just kind of like go go go, mm-hmm. and I don't want to stop in the middle of a land. I guess you'd say on my way to like an attraction or to eat to, to sit and watch one of these shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. They had different characters like uh Br'er Fox and Br'er Briar bear. Like those aren't characters we usually have in our parks. Um, no, you know, at a, at a stage show, big bad wolf right. and of hearts. I think that was kind of cool. They have that variation over there. And um, you know, I, I, there's a def, I think we did, a, we did something not too long ago where, it was another concept we took from Tokyo Disneyland or from Shanghai Disney. I forget what it was. It huh. seems like there's a lot of stuff that we're taking over, like t- Tron. You know, we added Tron to our park here recently, and that originally was over in Tokyo. So there's a lot of stuff that we're pulling from overseas now because um, I think they're developing some nice stuff over there. The other thing is... um it's unfortunate to say, but I feel like other parks just have because you brought up uh, the fact that uh, Br'er Fox and, uh, you know, and the Big Bad Wolf characters you don't usually see at our parks or in that show. Um, I, I, unfortunately, I don't think Disney World does a great job at incorporating um, like interesting or unique characters into their things. They do, man. It, well, at the after events, after, yes. at the, yeah, at those That's events, yeah, but, but yeah, but like Disneyland, like they'll, they'll have all these cool meet and greets and stuff. And, um, and we see it in, 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 in Tokyo, it's just, I don't know, Walt Disney World doesn't seem as f- like, as fun. It's as, very focused I mean, on princesses. You think so? Oh yeah. They have a whole yeah. section just for meeting princesses. Like, oh really? Yeah. Where's that at? Magic Kingdom? Epcot, I think. It's at Magic Epcot. Kingdom and it's over by, um, it's over by the carousel. Uh huh. That's interesting. 
They have a lot you can meet the princesses? They have like an area where you go in and you meet you can meet like four to five princesses oh, all at once. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They can no. also they also do it at Epcot. They have like a uh like a meal where you can meet the princesses, I believe. Yeah, I don't like the whole princess thing because then you have to talk to them, you know? Yeah, I, I feel awkward and they're like, hey, how? Yeah. Like, like even when like um you're meeting like characters and they, they try to like motion to you and you're like, like, you know, what do you want me yeah, to do? Yeah, well, I, I, I met Star-Lord once and it was a top five worst experience in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris, you know, you're talking about the, I was going to mention this because you mentioned like um bugs, a bug's life, whatever. Yeah. Did it have to be a bug, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, this past weekend, which I'll talk a little bit more, I went with Jen to, she ran a, ran a 5K and one of the characters that they had at the end of the race was the stick bug from Bugs Life. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. <laughs> it is really cool, right? Because I've never seen that. That before. is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a unique one. That's interesting. <laughs> the Tokyo Disneyland show was so popular that the Imagineers at Disney World decided to bring it over for the Magic Kingdom. The theme of Tokyo's 20th anniversary made it even better to be used since Disney World was about to celebrate their 30th year with the Year of a Million Dreams. The only difference between Tokyo's Mickey's Gift of Dreams and Magic Kingdom's Dream Along with Mickey is the middle portion, which instead of having a sequence that has rhythms and characters from the Jungle Book and Hunchback of Notre Dame, it has Disney princesses and pirates, two very popular North American Disney IPs at the time. The show focused on Minnie's dream of being a princess and Goofy's dream of being a pirate. Mickey and Minnie danced with invited guests Aurora, Prince Philip, Cinderella, Prince Charming, Snow White, and her prince. After Minnie's sequence is Goofy's, with Goofy and Donald partying with Captain Hook's crew and Peter Pan and Wendy. Captain Hook and Smee show up, which are met by Peter Pan and ends in a fight. It is revealed that Hook and Smee were working for Maleficent, who wants to take over the dreams. She is defeated by Mickey and friends, with the help of the guests. In 2007, Dream Along with Mickey became the first live show in a Disney theme park to utilize Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy suits that have articulated character heads. This allowed the characters to blink and move their mouths to the words. For the 30th anniversary, the Fab Four was also decked out in special Year of a Million dress wear that glitter blue and silver. These special clothes were replaced in 2011 with a variation of the Fab Four's traditional park costumes. Have you seen those, Joe? The um, the, head, the articulated heads that move and blink and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I've seen them. Uh, I think it's really cool that they have those type of, I mean, I remember seeing it for the first time. Was that Magic Mickey? Yeah. Uh, you know, when you walk into Magic Kingdom to the right. Uh, I remember being like amazed by it. You thought I was possessed? No, man. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was cool. <laughs> I thought it was possessed. I just ran out of there. I was like, oh my gosh, I ran out of there. Uh, but I love them. I, th- I wish all. I wish all the characters had that. You know? Yeah. And maybe one day they will. Because I mean, look, look back fifty, sixty years. Oh boy. At don't at do that. The, you know, the, some of the very first uh, mm-hmm. mascots. I mean, Winnie the Pooh with the honey pot on his head. Uh, you, and you that, had one of those costumes, I believe. It's my attic. <laughs> Dude, you should bring it out and wear it one day for the episode. Oh my gosh. If I, can, yeah, if I can find it, I will. Um, <laughs> but I think as, as time goes on, we're just going to get hopefully better, better costuming. I mean, even uh, one, of the, one of the creepiest costumes, Woody, uh, he just got a facelift or face slimming. So yeah. he looks mm-hmm. a little better. So I feel like with, with, with time, they get, uh, they get be- gradually better. And yeah, hopefully like, these articulated ones with the blinking eyes and stuff uh, do, do become bigger. I love the... Um, the Mickey that talks, the magician Mickey, I think it oh is. Oh my gosh, right? that guy. Yeah, pretty cool. It is cool until you try and get somewhere and you're like, I just have enough time to say hi. And then he tries to do a whole entire magic trick for you. <laughs> you're like, dude, I just need a photo and go, man. Let you're me. not even there. You're not in there for that long. You just waited in line for like 30 to 45 minutes. And you're like, you just want to take a picture with him and leave? Yes, because we were trying to get to a fast pass oh time okay. across over at... Um, Thunder Mountain, and uh, there he was holding us up, trying to do a magic trick to us. And we're like, we get it, magic, get it, magic. Yeah. You think the extra like three minutes you're gonna hold you, like you're not gonna be able to get get in, on the Thunder Mountain? Dude, it was close. I don't know how it works, but it was close. So, guys, I have a question for you. Okay? Yeah. This might be a little bit of a um, controversial. Don't do it then. Uh, thing. Oh, no, good. No, why? Why? No, no. Guys, okay. So we got. They have already started celebrating the hundredth year. What? Where? <laughs> like at Disney? Like how, it's like fifty years away. Like why are they celebrating it right now? Are you sure? I'm pretty sure, man. Wait, I feel are like you talking about hundredth year wait, of Disney or the hundredth year of Disney Parks? Oh, uh, maybe, maybe they you're skipped, right. I don't know. They skip from fifty to hundred real quick, Joe. I, agree. <laughs> I don't know. People are typing in chat right now. Hopefully, right? Are they not celebrating the hundredth year already? And Disneyland just celebrated like what sixty five or something like that. Like, why, why are they, they skipping around? Now? 
Am I right or wrong? It's, it's the hundredth year, year of the Disney, Disney company. The Disney company. I don't yeah. know. I don't know about that because I have a I have a kickball. Oh. It says a hundred years of wonder. <laughs> or something like that. And it came out like six years ago. <laughs> so the, the, uh, 1923. They're just making oh, stuff up. They're they just are. making stuff up at this point. And we're all buying it. They, you're 100% right. <laughs> like, they can be like, this is going to be like the. It's his 78th ahead, year. It's a, it's, a, it's a monumental time to be a Disney. They're like, this is the next. And guess what? Like, this year's like the 100th year of the Disney company. And next year's going to be like the 100th year that Dal- that Walt like walked into, uh-huh. you know, uh, one of the restaurants. Like, it's making yep. up all this stuff. Oh, yeah. As in D23. Oh, D23. I, I, I also love how, like, uh, like <laughs> Disney World was celebrate, celebrating their 50th anniversary. Right? No, well, first of all, first of all, it's Magic Kingdom, right? Like, let's, let's not, let's not sell Epcot stuff with 50th anniversary on it because right. how stupid was it? When a few months ago, when Epcot was celebrating their 40th anniversary and they were selling both <laughs> Disney 50th anniversary and 40th anniversary right next to each other in their gift I'm going to try to get every number. Yeah. <laughs> they celebrate those random stuff. I think Disney World just, or Disneyland just celebrated like their 65th, right? Was it the 65th? Yeah, man, they know. Like that? Who, who celebrates they a 65th? They know what they're doing. It's like, I'm going to celebrate my 65th. If you're retiring. Wait, if you thought, if you thought the 50th anniversary was big, uh, listen. The 55th? 55th is going to be insane. I want that castle to come back, too. The 25th castle? 25th castle. Yeah, that's what Maddie is putting in chat. She wants to come back. Remember, that's like the one that looked all pink and everything? No, like that was a, no I like the new one. I like the... I, I just... On the I video, I saw it. I like the new one. Yeah, me too. I like the new one. Christine was like, yeah. that's not our castle. I said, yeah, it is. She was, really? I go, yeah. She, yeah, I love that. I hope they keep the 50th paint job. Me too. Yeah, it's nice. So, do you agree that princesses and pirates are one of the most one of the most popular IPs in North America. I mean, they're pretty no. popular. Pirates? I think it's popular. No. I don't know if it's like one so. of the most popular. No, I don't think pirates. I would think superheroes and princesses. Well, yeah, pirates. Pirates. I mean, they have like, well, well talk about uh, Magic Kingdom. Name two, name two famous pirates of Magic Kingdom. Uh, Jack Sparrow and yep. Red, the Red Pirate. Red's Revenge, whatever. I bet you if you ask 100 people. I bet maybe 13 would know who Red is. No way, man. You know what I mean? They have a, they have no, a whole no, drink named after her. If you told Average me people. who is Red, I think I can make the connection. But I couldn't be like, no, but like oh yeah, we're talking about Red? But you're saying like you think you can make the connection, so now you're saying like is it the most popular IP in North America? But That's I'm what saying, I'm saying. I don't think I'm so. I'm saying, but you are you have to include the movie series. And this is, know, think, and this is back the in the day. This isn't recently. Oh, okay. This okay. was well, listen, a while Now you're ago. changing it up on me. Now you're changing it up on me, Alex. You gotta say, you gotta say, listen. This is listen, uh, 2005, 2006. Picture it, 2006, North America. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Princesses and pirates. I don't know about princesses. Oh, I don't remember princesses back are so popular. Princesses are massive. It's like one of the biggest IPs that Disney has. Yeah. I, don't know, I think like Lilo was popular in 2006. Right, but not as popular as all the princesses combined. I don't know, man. There wasn't a lot of princess movies in 2006. The princesses are kind of like Thanos' stones. Yeah, it is. They're all those different colors. It doesn't matter if they don't have a movie coming out. They're just super popular. No, I, I agree with you. Um, yeah, in 2006, definitely. In 2023, not so much. Pirates oh, are... Uh, pirates are still pretty popular. Pirates, pirates are sexist. Pirates are uh, are abusive. They are offensive. Their image has changed, though. They've worked hard to change their image. They're trying, but it hasn't. we haven't yet gotten there yet. No, I like my pirates to be historically accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I had this conversation with someone not too long ago. I was going to say, like, you're on, like, a cruise, right? And, like, a Disney cruise, and they have, like, a pirate night. I feel like, I, I don't want pirates on my boat. I don't know. There's very fine pirates on both sides, I feel like. See, we're, like, discriminating against, like, the bad pirates? I mean, the good pirates. Like, there's good pirates, too. No, there's I not. I think so. I, definition no, of pirate can't be pirates. good. Yeah. There's no good pirates. And I don't want them on my cru- cruise boat. Like, why are we celebrating them? That is true. I have a question. Yeah. Yes. So, do you think? Because this is this happens. Do you think it's the Fat Four or the Fat Five? Oh, good question. Daisy sucks. So, how many is that without Daisy? <laughs> four. Yeah, four. Then Daisy's horrible. I I, Daisy was forced because they just needed another uh, girl duck. I feel she's like horrible. Daisy, she's gonna. Be, I feel like Daisy's gonna be like I say. Uh, what happens another 10, 15 years from now? Daisy's on the forefront. Think I think so? she's in the forefront now. She's in all the minis so, in all the mini shows as Daisy's the main character. She is Minnie's right hand gal. She's weird, and dude. she I don't keeps like Duck, uh, Donald in line. 
Cheesy weird vibes. Yeah, that sucks. We don't want Donald in line. You want Donald running amok. Sure, we don't like nice Donald, man. I say, I say, let's bring Clarabelle back. Yes. No, Pluto needs to be in there. Pluto. I I don't even understand how Pluto is not in that because he's just a dog. No, get out of here, man. So goofy. I don't get it. Can we? Can Let's we talk about that for a second. <laughs> what are we doing right now? Are we going totally way off topic? We're, 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 we're talking about Joe's the, the here. Let's get off here. topic. Even though he's we not even bringing up off topic comments, it's me and Chris. <laughs> I know. What are you guys doing right now? I'm just answering. You said you had questions. I'm answering. <laughs> uh, so, Chris, you say Fab Four, right? You say no Fab Five. So it's so so. Let's <laughs> let's elaborate. We're talking Mickey, mm-hmm. Donald, mm-hmm. Goofy, and Minnie. Yes, that's a Fab Four. Yeah, four. And you're saying four. no five, not Daisy. <laughs> Joe says five, five, nah. but kick out Daisy, put in Pluto. No, no, well, no. Listen. I think Daisy needs to be there. Listen, nah. let's give Daisy the respect that she deserves. She does keep Donald in line. Donald's got to oh. have a girlfriend. I spit on Daisy. Well, calm down, man. Why, why you can't Goofy Daisy have a girlfriend? Chris? She sucks. Dude, she why? sucks. Tell me why. Why does Daisy yeah. suck? Name one good Daisy movie. Name one good Donald movie. The Duck That Cried Wolf. Exactly. Exactly. That's not no, even a seriously. movie. Yeah, no, I, I just listen. Daisy is Daisy. Just she's too opinionated. I like she's <laughs> too up in Donald's grill. And she's always like, Mm-mm. she's sassy. Like, no, she is Minnie, sassy. She is sassy. Minnie needs to keep Mickey in line because Mickey's got a company to run. You know what I mean? <laughs> I say Donald's a content creator that keeps getting like put in line by Daisy. It's just not okay. I say five five. But bring in Pluto, make it six. Bring in Clarabelle, make it seven. Yes. If Clarabelle's in it, then yes, Fab Five. In the summer of 2016, the stage show made a transition from Dreaming Along with Mickey to a new stage show named Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair. The introduction voice is the same one that is heard for the Festival of Fantasy Parade, which links these two events together. The 22-minute show has all the catchy hits from the movies, with Mickey and gang joining a festival where they will meet different characters from around the globe. Goofy invites Tiana, Naveen, and Lewis from New Orleans to join in on a jazz party. Donald brings in thugs from the Smoking Duckling, and Daisy introduces Rapunzel and Flynn Rider. Mickey and Minnie invite Olaf, Anna, and Elsa. It all ends with everyone dancing together to With a Smile and a Song. Due to the pandemic, the show was shut down in 2020, but when the parks reopened, they decided to tweak the show, renaming it Mickey's Magical Fringe Affair, which debuted in February of 2022 as part of the Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary celebration. The show is pretty much the same with just the opening and closing numbers changing. Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald, and Daisy are also now wearing their 50th anniversary costumes. Like I said earlier, you know, love the music. You can hear this all around the parks. Uh, I was also going to mention earlier that it's really cool to kind of be like on the people mover or just be walking around the parks and kind of hear those shows going on. I think when you're on a ride and you kind of see those shows or like see the fireworks, you know, like at night. Uh, I think it kind of brings like a little extra magic to whatever you're doing, you know? Yeah, I think Uh, so. Yeah. So, and Maddie was talking about like, you can watch this show when you're eating at Sleepy Hollow and eating the waffles over there, which I mean, definitely recommend. That's like one of your Mm. favorite places to eat, right, Alex? It is. Chicken and waffles are, is delicious. Yeah. Uh, The music's great on this. I love it. I love the um, snuggly duckling part of the show. It's by far the best part of the show. The best people, the best characters, even like the henchmen, they're hilarious. I think that is by far the best part of the show. And if you like that song, I recommend hanging out just to watch it. Uh, they perform my favorite song from actually probably one of my favorite Disney songs in any Disney movie. Um, Let Dig it go. a little deeper. Oh, what was it? <laughs> Dig a little deeper. Oh, by, yeah. Uh, it's a great song. Yeah. Mama Odie. Uh-huh. Uh, I do like how they do that song because um, I don't know. I just love that song. Uh, I think that's the best song in Princess and the Frog. It's just so fun. You could listen to that on repeat all day without going insane. It's uh, I, I like the characters that they picked for this show. Tangled, great movie. Princess and the Frog, very good movie. And what's the other one? Frozen. Frozen. It's all very, very current. Movie. It's all very yeah. current. Car- well, not really, because Princess and the Frog's pretty old now, and well, Rapunzel's yes, but getting there. The, compared to the other princess movies, it's all current. The cool thing about it is what are the theme of all those movies kind of woman empowerment instead of like uh damsel mm-hmm. in distress which is kind of cool right uh, good sense send, sends a good message because it kind of popularizes those characters because if you have your daughter with you mm-hmm. uh watching these shows and she maybe grows interested in entangled in or or frozen or um prince of the frog and it just kind of shows like you know you can be an entrepreneur you can 
turn people into ice or you can uh, escape from a tower if your mom locks you in it if you have very long blonde hair so it's like all very inclusive to really anybody who's any any hardships so joe on one chris on one hand is like women empowerment on the other hand he's like daisy's too much no, listen, listen, listen. That was not a sexist comment. Well, I don't know, She's man. just it too much. Like it was. If Daisy was a guy, if Daisy was a guy, I'd say the same thing. Listen, listen. If Daisy Duck was the main guy and Donald came along and started putting her in line, I'd be like, Donald, back off, man. Okay. All right? Okay, we hear you, I guess. If you want to email uh, us on about Chris with that comment, just rewind the show and email us. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, Joe messaged me on Facebook and told me to say this comment. <laughs> I didn't know. Spicy. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Joe, what is your favorite segment of this movie? Is it is it the frozen part since we chose no. the other two or no? Uh, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I, I agree with you, Alex. I think that's my favorite part. Just, mm-hmm. uh, um, when you, it kind of has that bar scene, you know, the snuggly duckling. Yep. And they kind of do that. I mean, that's such a great song. You know, you got these thugs who are, uh, you know, who have, insp- have like all these dreams. And it's just a great song. It's just a great, great, great song. song. And it's, a great, it's great to see it, you know, uh, in front of the castle. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. Dream Along with Mickey debuted on September 30th, 2006, and was performed six times a day, 365 days for 10 years. And... 366 on a leap year. Forgot to add that. In Dream Along with Mickey, Smee and Hook were initially costume characters, but were eventually replaced by actors, lip singing to Corey Burton and Jeff Bennett's vocals. Dream Along with Mickey uses the same music from One Man's Dream to The Magic Lives On. What do you guys think of the change of uh, Hook from the, you know, the caricature costume with the big head to someone dressed up like him and playing the character? What do you prefer? Oh, I prefer Big Head. Me too. Yeah, I, I yeah. do too. I also yeah, because like question. yeah, we all know it's not him, so might as well make it look like him from the movie. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean, but then, but but then, uh, yeah, and then Shmi or Smee, whatever however we say it. Um, yeah, what is that? I was gonna ask that too. Is it Shmi or Smee? Smee. I, I always heard, heard it. I always thought it was Shmi. Me too. Yeah, Shmi. Also, it, what kind of name is Smee? I think it's a last name, possibly. Possibly Polish, uh, maybe Jewish. I don't know. Polish. I want to look into this. We should do. Let's get to the his own Smee. We okay. should do that. I mean, I mean, that'd be fun. Do Hook and Smee, maybe. That would actually week? be. That's actually a really fun idea. Yeah. Yeah, you guys should start working on the history. <laughs> so, if you want to hear the history on Hook and Smee, please email us the history at dishis65 at gmail.com. <laughs> hey, you're not lying. If you want the history, something you email us, it will be put in the first line of opportunities coming out. <laughs> You'll hear every word that you write. Uh, narrated by Alex. False. It'll be yeah, heavily edited. It's very false. It'll be heavily edited. <laughs> heavily edited. By my own experience. <laughs> we hear Dizzis think the shows of Dreaming Along with Mickey, Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair, and Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair are fun shows to see. I'm glad they decided to bring more recent IP into the stage shows with the music from Frozen, Rapunzel, and Princess and the Frog. It was also smart and cool due to the popularity of princesses and pirates. Dreaming of a Disney vacation? If you aren't able to go enjoy the resorts, then get yourself some three Cheeky Chicks wax melts. Studies show smells help bring forward memories, so these smells are a must-have if you want to put yourself back at these grand resorts. Go to MagicallyScented.com to order scents like Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's an earthy smell with sage, lemon, and lime. There is a Port Orleans French Quarter, which has fragrance of flowers, cotton, mandarin blossoms, freesia, and peonies. The Wilderness Lodge Melt smells of mahogany, blood orange, red pepper, sage, cognac, bourbon vanilla, golden amber, tonka bean, and sandalwood. The Vero Beach Melt will transport you with its orange blossom, star jasmine, velvet roses, and greens. Just visit MagicallyScented.com and use promo code DizHiz20 to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by Three Cheeky Chicks. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyScented.com, promo code DizHiz20. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyScented.com. Hey there, fellow Disney enthusiasts. Scott here from the No New Friends podcast. 
Now, I'm not here to shamelessly plug the No New Friends podcast. No, I want to tell you all about the Diz His Goof Troop or Patreon. Now, you hear Joe and Jen and Chris and Alex talking about Patreon all the time, but I wanted you to hear from an actual Patreon member how cool it is to be a member of the Goof Troop. You get exclusive access to early release, show notes, and then my two favorite aspects, the cutting room floor material, the things that you don't get to hear on Spotify or Apple or any other platform that you listen to. And there's a lot of mistakes and a lot of really funny things that happen in that cutting room floor. Also, you get access to the live recordings. And I'm going to tell you, these live recordings are fantastic. Between Alex's mispronunciation of words or just Joe being silly or Chris making a really funny joke, it's worth the price of admission just to watch the live episodes. Plus, you get to chat and interact with some amazing Goof Troop members that have me rolling on the floor in laughter first thing in the morning all the way till I go to sleep at night. It's just so much fun. And I wanted you to hear it from an actual Goof Troop member how cool it is to be a Diz His Patreon member. Just visit their website, dizhis.com, and click on the Goof Troop link for as low as $2 a month. That's only $24 a year. You get all this access, and it's worth it. Trust me, dizhis.com. Click on the Goof Troop link. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. And I'm Nick from Fan Piper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sam Piper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. Diz Is Diz Is Review. Review. D-plus this week is going to be Spider-Man. Far From Home, which is, uh, you know, I love the new Spider- I love, listen, I love all the Spider-Mans. I love, like, the original, like, you know, one with Tobey Maguire. There's no bad one, really. There's no yeah, bad I, Spider-Man. I like them all. I like them all. Um, I don't know. When Venom, when uh, the Venom takes over Spider-Man, he's kind of bad. <laughs> I knew we were gonna, someone was going to say that. But I'm talking about, like, the movies itself. Like, even the ones that people say that they don't like, I right. like them. Yeah, they're, they're just now, not like, as classic. good as the other ones. They're, like, cool right, classics. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do like, you know, Far From Home. I think it's a great movie. Um, Far From Home, that's one of Mysterio, right? And uh, I think Mysterio is a great character. Uh, awesome. I kinda like. Uh, did you guys see that twist coming at the end of that one? No, dude, I was so confused when it happened. I was like, what? So, wait, you're talking about how Mysterio is a bad guy all along? He was a yeah. bad guy so, and that he, yeah, had, so- he had come in contact with, uh, with um, Iron Man previously. His, oh yeah, so I didn't guy, know that. The other guy was part of it as well, who also was in previous movies or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I did know. I, I did know a little about Mysterio, but Mysterio going into the movie knowing that he's like a, a an illusionist mm-hmm. and that he is obviously is a villain. So I was kind of preparing for that, but it still did take me by surprise because, like, even going into the movie knowing that, I'm like, no, Jake Gyllenhaal, he's he's too dashing to be to be a bad guy. And you know, it's funny. There's is, no way. Is I when the when the trailer come out and stuff, I go. What? Why are they making him a good guy? He's a bad guy, and they're making right, him a good right. guy just because he's from a different. He's different, different uh, Earth now. He's a good guy. They're gonna make bad guys good guys now. All of a sudden, 
boy, was I wrong. Yeah, uh, spo- it, was a, spoiler it was a good alert. twist. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good twist. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal just said, oh, played an awesome role he as Mysterio. And that movie, um, I mean, Mysterio in general, it just played such a pivotal role in um, in changing the whole script of Spider-Man. Because now uh, that, that, that went into... Um, okay, so... The reason why I, I love this movie and why I love Mysterio as a character is that Spider-Man was never really supposed to have all this tech that Iron Man gave him. Like in the comic books, he's literally that's why they call him friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. He's a teenager. He's not very powerful uh, technology wise besides his web shooters, obviously. Like uh, but that Iron Spider suit was a very you know quick thing that he had during Civil War. So Mysterio revealing that. Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and then him having to do that spell to make everyone forget him and him cutting off all his connections, you know, brings Spider-Man back to who he was supposed to be in the comic books. So Mysterio played a pivotal role in all that, which was it was really cool that like uh, that the ending of that movie and the, the, the best part about it was it was very fitting for his character to reveal to the world that. He was uh, Spider-Man was Peter Parker. Like it was um, you weren't it wasn't out of line. It wasn't surprising. Like, yeah, that's something that he would do Like because he didn't want to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Well, who do you think is the best Spider-Man in your opinion? Go, Chris. Right oh, off the top my of your head. Who is it? Gosh, I see. I'm, I'm I, you know what? Even I'm, even though I'm biased to Tobey Maguire, I want to say um, Tom Holland. Oh, <laughs> it, it, it is Tom, Tom Holland's Holland? name escaped me. I think I think Tom Holland is the perfect um, Spider-Man slash Peter Parker. I just think I think that um, uh, Tobey Maguire was a great Spider-Man. Um, Andrew Garfield was a great Peter Parker. I think Tom Holland is the best of both. I think he's just great. Yeah. What about you? I agree. Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. I agree too. I think Tom Holland's the best Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping is he gonna come back as Spider-Man? You think? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mysterio is such a great card in Marvel Snap. Can we just talk about that for a second? I think like Mysterio is supposed to be like an illusionist. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think they did a really good job of kind of bringing that into the game of Marvel Snap where, you know, you play pretty much what, what you can do with uh, Mysterio is you play one card and the one card on one of the locations is going to be the, the real card. And then on the other locations, is this a zero cost? It's like a, a garbage card. Is this there to be there? Right. And at the very end of the game, the real Mysterio shows up at the location that you put it that your opponent doesn't uh, see, right? I think it's a great card. I think it's an underrated card. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be one of those cards that, um, you know, is going to be, uh, eventually is going to be in a lot of decks. I think I'm starting to see it a little bit more now. Do you guys see it more when you guys are playing? Well, yeah, Absolutely. with, the, with yeah. the vast combo, it's an actually overpowered card. It, it it doesn't make sense even with that, what you're talking about with Bass, where Bass uh, makes all your pe- the people in your hand their power three. Because like yeah. it's almost like a bug, it feels like, right, when yeah. you use Mysterio. And there's three threes. So yeah, it is. It's very it's very powerful. Hey, this is AJ for the D-Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney+. Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week, we have a weekly movie club where between April 24th and 30th, we'll be watching Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms, including the Sorcerer Radio website at srsounds.com forward slash the D Plus Club, with new episodes every Sunday. See you there. What did you do in the world of Disney slash news, Chris? So first of all, uh, I heard it was announced that there could be a jail placed on Disney property. Uh, I thought that was already there. Uh, last time I was there, Small World uh, felt like a jail. So I thought, I thought that was already there. But anyway, um, watch the Mandalorian season finale today, and I will not give any spoilers away. None at all. I also watched I didn't, it. So my opinion on the on my um spoiler free opinion was it was not a great spectacular finale by any means but it was so good that's how and if you if you watched it i think you'll know what i mean alex like there was nothing insane about the finale but it was so good i mean other than Grogu dying time. but <laughs> <laughs> and it also it also um it also steers the show in a in a, a little bit different of a direction and i'm very excited for the direction that it steered it into it, um you know it was funny because we'll watch talk- it you haven't watched it. It was funny. It's not too I long ago. Wait, we were, yeah, it's it's a good episode. 
And it was funny. It's not too long ago. We're talking about how like who's the big bad, and then they kind of revealed it last, right. the last three episodes, and then they kind of wrapped it up. Yeah, I feel like that was happened relatively quickly. Um, yes, I agree. But they the pacing was not great this season. Yeah, but they kind of set it up so that the next season is kind of you don't know where it's headed. I mean, it could go anywhere. Yeah, it could go anywhere. Yeah, that, and that's what I liked about it. I liked that it was like the show. It, it, it's um, they're building a universe here, and. Uh, I think that I'm, I'm excited for what they're building. I said it before, guys, that uh, I think Star Wars, this is going to be the new, you know, Marvel was like the big thing. And, you know, Endgame, the Avengers, I think Star Wars is going to be the new, like, big thing again. Well, funny you say that. So I have two more things that I want to talk about. And the first one is news. And then the last I'm going to end with what I did this week in Disney. Uh, news. So the MCU, I don't want to say they're in some trouble. But in my opinion, it hasn't been the greatest recently, right? And the only, one of the only strong points, in my opinion, that I was looking forward to is Jonathan Majors as Kang. Jonathan Majors yeah. is in a lot of trouble right he is. now. Uh, his, his publicist and agent or whatever dropped him yesterday. Today, just like an hour ago, where I screenshotted it, uh, because it, it literally just happened within the last couple of hours. It was a report came out saying that. Oh, uh, never mind. I didn't screenshot it. But anyway, oh, I remember what it was. Um, now more women are coming out and saying that that he mm-hmm. they were abused by him. Wow. So it's like, oh my gosh. Like, listen, I'm not I'm not selfish enough to think like, oh, I don't care. You know, I want to see Jonathan Matrix as Kang. Like, if this stuff really happened, it's horrible. I hope he is kicked out of the MCU. I hope that he doesn't. You know ever work again in Hollywood, but it's like, man, is that a big hit for, uh, for, for Marvel? Cause he was, I mean, it's not like, it was not like it was, uh, the yeah. guy who voiced Thanos, you know, who just voiced him and his visual effects. Jonathan mm-hmm. majors is Kang. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, uh, it's going to be interesting to see where that goes. Um, lastly, all I want to talk about is what I did this week in Disney. I bought some boxes of, um, it's called Disney 100 years of wonder. It's a card, uh, TCG, which is a trading card game by Weiss Shores. It's a Japanese um, card game. And it's like Pokemon cards or any collectible cards where you open packs and um, and there's rare cards, there's common cards or stuff like that. And I've been having so much fun opening these things. I've been posting a lot of um, pictures and chat of the cards that I've been able to get. But it's the, the my favorite thing about it is it's all Disney IP. So you can get a Marvel card, get a Disney card, you can get a Pixar card or a Star Wars card. And um, in every case of these boxes, there might be like 20 boxes in a case. There's one card that is, uh, they call it a case hit. And you can pull and it's just, they put one of these really good cards in per, per set. Uh, and I actually, it's funny, we were talking about Spider-Man. I hit a Spider-Man um it's called an SSP, whatever that is. And it's a case hit uh, card. It's worth about like $600. It's insane. And I haven't gotten in the mail yet, but I'm very, very excited to get that. I will post pictures on chat of it. It's, but it's really cool. It's got Spider-Man on it with a gold stamp of Spider-Man. And in the background is like all of the uh, Spider-Men from like the multiverse, like Spider-Ham and, and all mm-hmm. these other, it was a very cool card. I think that'll be the first card I ever send in to actually get graded because it's just such a, it's a really, really cool card. I want to preserve, but I, um, Every every single box you get, you have a you get a stamped card that says Disney 100 Years of Wonder in gold. And I have some duplicates, so that leads me to my next thing is I want to give some of these cards away. So um, maybe in the next coming weeks, I'll make up little thing lots and we'll we'll give some of these cards away. I have a lot of duplicates. I can almost probably put together almost a whole set of common cards that I can send out. And uh, I got some really fun ones that I have duplicates of, and they're just the art on them are is great. If you if you're a lover of Disney like myself, like these cards are just so so cool, and I I'm excited to kind of give some of them away to other people that appreciate them too. That's awesome. That sounds fun. Tell tell a story about uh, your George R. Binks. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot that is that is Disney related too. So I was I was buying these cards. And I, I stumbled across it's this app called Whatnot where you can like bid on bid and buy things live and they they open the packs for you live and then they send them to you. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, I stumbled across a Star Wars uh, card stream. I was like, I never really bought a lot of Star Wars cards before. And these ones had really cool art. So they had this signature series, it was called Box, uh, and it was guaranteed one autograph per box. I was like, wow, that seems like a good deal. It's like a hundred dollars. And I'm thinking you get a bunch of cards and you get an autograph card too. And think about it. Like you have uh, Ian McGregor, you have um, 
uh, Samuel L. Jackson, all these like people that you might be able to get an autograph from, right? On on like on a card. So um, the manager comes over when I bought the box. The guy and he's he's telling this guy how to like slice open the box and real carefully. I've never seen anybody like care- carefully open a box of cards before. Like this, wow, that's strange. Well, it was because it was not a box of cards. It was a box of card singular. It was one card. And uh, so luckily I hit for a Jar Jar Binks. So I got an autograph from Ahmad Best. And it's a card that's numbered one out of 20, uh, one out of 25. So there's only 25 in existence. So I'll post pictures of that when I get it. And that's definitely my Holy Grail card now. Out of all the cards, listen, I collect Pokemon cards. I collect, you know, sports cards. This Jar Jar Binks autograph card is definitely my my Holy Grail card. And we'll be, you love Jar Jar. I love Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> so when I got this Jar Jar, I'm like, oh man, this is this is the best. And Ahmed Best, who voices Jar Jar, is like relevant again because he's the Jedi yeah. that. Uh, well, I'm not going to give spoilers, but he's a Jedi yeah. in uh, in Star Wars now. Again, yeah, yeah, which is really cool. So, so it definitely excited to get that coming, in the veil. coming back, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that was my week in Disney slash awesome. news. Okay, how about you, Alex? Uh, not too much in this week in Disney. Uh, we watched a lot of uh, Doogie Kamaloha, which is we find is an awesome show. The whole family. Likes I'm sorry. It. What was that, Alex? What's uh, it Do- called? Doogie Kamaloha. What is that? I never heard of that. I talked about the last season was out. This is the second season. It's like Doogie Hauser, but it's a new version. Oh, I've never it, heard the second word you right? said after it. Huh? Kamaloha? Kamaloha, yeah. What is that? What is it? Hawaiian? Yeah, she's Hawaiian descent. Yeah, it's, oh. set, it's set in Hawaii. And it's based oh, on the Hawaiian cool. family. Uh, it's a it's a pretty good show. It's a pretty good show. Oh, I recommend cool. it. Is it with pets though, or is it with with actual people? No, it's with people. No, okay. <laughs> and um, I, thought, I, mean, I thought she was a veterinarian. That's all. No, she she's a she's a child uh, doctor, uh, just like okay. Doogie Howser. Um, one guy in it that you might see the father is Jason Scott Lee, who is been who's in. Plays Bruce Lee in Into the Dragon. He was in Mulan. He was in the Jungle Book, the live action Jungle Book. Oh, cool. Wow. Uh, he's in it. He's great in it. But the show in general is fun. But also this season, which made our happy family very happy, is uh, Milo Mannheim is in it, which is Zed from the Zombies. He plays a role <laughs> in that series. So oh, fun. when he was on the uh, cover page of the show, we're like, oh, man, this is our season. Cool. Um, That's awesome. Other than that, too, not too much else in Disney. Um, some of the kids were watching uh, Wally in our my class, and it's just one of those movies where, like, I was like, you know, someone's like, "Hey, you want to watch Wally?" I'm like, not really, but then it's on like near you, and you can't yeah. help but watch. Yeah, know? it's a it's a good one. That it's, it it is a hard one to sit down and watch, Alex. I agree, but when it's on, it's like, ah, oh, this is a great. It's movie. a charming. I think it's a very charming story. I yeah, I, never, yeah, I, I like too. the movie, but very if deep. someone's like, "Hey, you want to watch Wally tonight?" I'm like, "Not really. I've seen it a bunch of times." But like, yeah, like I said, it's, yeah. it was on. It was nearby. I could have been doing some on my phone, but instead, I was watching Wally. Mm-hmm. There's so many uh, layers, awesome. man. It's a great love story. You mm-hmm. know, it has a good mm-hmm. message about mm-hmm. you know taking care of the planet. Mm-hmm. It's a good story. Yep. And um, that is about it this week in Disney. Oh, there's one more Joe I want to talk to you about. Uh, I mentioned earlier. You see, want to talk about this Bluey, segment. right? Bluey. So What's going on with Bluey? season three is on right now in Australia and uh, they just released an episode and is getting some backlash. Uh, people are upset at how they depicted Bluey because I guess it's an episode where the dad has an episode where he thinks he's overweight and he mm-hmm. talks about his weight and they do like a whole weight episode and people are saying that it's uh, not not good. But I was like, what? And then other people are saying, well, thanks for. Showing what parents go through because parents, you know, get out of shape because, you know, you're busy taking care of your kids all the time. Yeah, that's life. Hear yourself. And uh, I can't wait to I can't wait to watch this episodes. Unfortunately, you have to wait like six months. Are they going to like block that off, though? That uh, that episode, you think? I don't know. It's I'm interested. I don't know what they're going to get block off from America because they do edit Louie coming in. Sometimes they'll get rid of whole episodes. But I think they've had a lot of backlash about that. So maybe they won't do it again. Maybe, hopefully not. That's it for me. Okay, so you guys want to know what I did? Sure. You can text okay. us later. <laughs> That's the his on magical friendship. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, so <laughs> this week on uh, in Disney, um, Jen uh, she ran a five k. I'm actually be running a five k with Jen and her husband in November. Right. Awesome. 
but this was my first like Disney 5k. I kind of, I, I woke up with her to kind of cheer her on, you know, uh, you know, she, she kept on thanking me for going with her, but I mean, it's, it, I love going to Disney, even when it's like super early in the morning. So it wasn't really for her. No, no, it's just really for selfish reasons. <laughs> no, it was for it was for her also, because um, I wanted to support her. You know, trying to be of healthy. Course, yeah. You know, right? And she's 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 trying to get healthier, right? Uh, so I wanted to support her because I know it's really hard. Like I know, like you know, I you know, I'm not like in the best shape ever, uh, but I do know that you know from where I am right now, it took it's it's hard work to you know not only live yeah. your life as an adult, but also you know try to get in time to exercise. And do those things. And it's hard, man. It's hard, especially the older you get. It's harder to do that. So I like to kind of support people, all my friends, that that when they want to get healthier, try my best to be like, hey, keep it going because I know it's hard. So um, I got to watch uh, her run the 5K. A lot of fun. You might say, okay, uh, you know, 5K boring. Disney does, they Disney it. They Disney at 100%. There's cool. places where you can stop and meet characters. You know, I was talking, I, I told Chris, uh, I told you guys earlier that like at the end of the race, the stick person was there. There's DJs everywhere <clears throat> at different points. There's fireworks going off. There's people in costume. One guy ran, he runs all the races in Jack Sparrow costume. So he's like, <laughs> towards the end, he does like a Jack Sparrow or like run, you know, right? That's awesome. Uh, the DJs are interacting with people, you know, running the race and, there's just a, um, it's so much fun. So it's, it's a lot of fun. So I can't cool. wait to run my, I did a virtual 5k, you know, a couple months ago or maybe like a year ago, uh, but I can't wait, wait to run the next run, the actual Disney one. Um, just, just have a good time. Cause everyone, everyone's there having a good time. Uh, of course, you know, you have those people that were like the first people running through, like they, they ran it like 18 minutes, like a 5k, which is just crazy. <laughs> it was so fun, fun to watch. And you know, Disney just does Disney. Uh, so I did that like, at 2 a.m., I woke up, drove with Jen down to wow. Disney. Uh, and then the next day, I got to meet Maddie and Tara, or some of our Patreon members over oh, in Dallas. Awesome. And we had, uh, we had a, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. It was a good day. Um, we, you know, went to Epcot. We drank around the world. I got my school bread, ate some snackies, you know. And it was, uh, it was a good time meeting Maddie and her friends and seeing Tara and Clint, you know, Joe too. And, you know, everyone knows in Patreon chat, like you've seen pictures of me and Tara's boyfriend, right? We look pretty much exactly the same. As soon as I walk up, uh, Jen starts laughing. I'm like, watch, you're going to see it. And Jen starts like cracking up. Uh, but he's a handsome guy. You know, that, uh, but it was, it, go ahead, Alec, what were you going to that, say? That's, I saw some photos. It looked like a lot of fun. I can't wait to possibly get Disney passes in the near future. I'll talk to you guys oh, yeah. about it. Uh, Disney passes are back and, uh, you know, my family are thinking about buying Disney passes would be means my son will get to go to Disney for the first time ever. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, definitely looking back to getting back out there and then maybe I can start meeting up with fans. You know, what's going to be really upsetting for you and, and, uh, Christina, Alex, what's that is when you're so excited to take, uh, take your son and he goes there and he's just pissed because Spider-Man's not there. Yeah, well, he won't know Spider-Man's not there, <laughs> but yeah, he will be upset that Spider-Man's not there. You're right. He would love to see Spider-Man, which is what well, the positive was. We we're thinking about getting universal, universal passes before Disney released their passes, uh, their lowest passes back. Right. And we're like, oh, he can see Spider-Man. Uh, Disney's new, newest, cheapest passes are the same price as Universal. And we're like, nah, we got to yeah. do Disney. We got to do Disney. Absolutely. I think all of our Patreon members should all just move to Florida so we can have meetups more often. So uh, I think that can be like a requirement. Maybe, hey, if we have enough, <laughs> I think if we have enough Patreon members, you know, we can just pay for all of our Patreon members and move down and get them all passes, I feel like. So yeah. we should try, we should try so to do that. So what we're trying to say is join Patreon so that you too <laughs> could be moved down to Florida. Yeah. We're not doing that and right now. And if you though. see me at the parks, please buy me some food. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next week on the Diz His, we're going to be covering Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, which is the first movie in the Guardians of the Galaxy series, and referred to as Volume 1. You all know that, right? And uh, we're going to have a special guest on. We're going to have Alex from the Pop Break, or the Pop Break TV podcast, also from Bill versus the MCU podcast. And uh, we're excited to have him on, and he chose the topic because he loves... Uh, Marvel movies and especially loves Guardians of the Galaxy, which is interesting because 
Chris and I were just talking about this movie with Scott last week. So it's funny that we are now going to do the history on it. Yeah. So that's the his on Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. And I'm Chris. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHis65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHis. We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply.